0: Alright let's get to it Welcome to another episode of Fan Speculation I'm CJ Palmisano And I'm Vinny Carini And Vinny's back and we have a lot to go over in this episode We got the fallout of D23 So no we will not be talking about the latest episode of She-Hulk I'm not even sure if we're going to release this on the Thursday or the Friday of this week Yeah, we'll see how I feel about it. Because I am going to be going away on vacation. Uh, You know, Vinny went away on vacation last time. Now I'm going away on vacation this time. That's right. But we were able to record it before I left. Because I'm leaving later this week. So... Uh, we're gonna be talking about some of the stuff, the really, really awesome stuff we got announced from D23 this year. From, we're gonna be talking about some Star Wars stuff Hell and yep. some Marvel stuff. It's Same. long overdue. We talk about Star Wars stuff, so we're gonna kick things off with that. But we're gonna also gonna talk about the Thunderbolts casting, uh, the Captain America New World Order, the bit of the casting there. We have uh, the Fantastic Four director announced. No cast, I know. Big sad. Uh, some Black Panther Wakanda. Big sad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Black Panther Wakanda Forever footage that was shown. Uh, I don't know if we'll be able to get into the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania footage. Uh, but, but real quickly, um, Echo was talked about, and Vince D'Onofrio was confirmed to be in the cast. He's in the tra- he's in the trailer clip that they showed at D23, and he has an eye an eye patch because that's where Echo shot him. Uh, and real quickly. Uh, we might be able to talk about it a little bit, but uh, Daredevil, uh, the, after the Echo cast left, Vincent D'Onofrio was up there with Kevin Feige, and he goes, well, are you going to talk about my show? And out here's a British force like, don't you mean my show? And out comes Charlie Cox. Boom. <laughs> so Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio were there to obviously promote for Daredevil Born Again, which will get 18 episodes. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm very, very excited about that. We That's are- a lot. We are gonna get Daredevil in the next episode of of uh, She Hulk because Marvel released a uh, what's a, uh, a a a mid season preview I think they called it oh so they show Daredevil and and not just Daredevil but Matt Murdock in the show we knew he was coming into the show because yeah that was confirmed because they showed a, a clip um, I think at Comic Con or whatever it was. So we knew he was coming to the show, we just didn't know what episode, but now we do. Uh we'll probably get into a little bit more daredevil, daredevil stuff later, but Oh my
1: god, Charlie Cox is gonna be the Charlie Cox is definitely gonna be She Hulk's lawyer in the defendant in the defense against Britannia.
0: I mean uh, uh Ti- Titania. Titania Oh you think he's gonna be Titania's lawyer? Yeah.
1: No 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 no. It's either Charlie Cox is gonna defend her or he's gonna Or he's gonna, he's gonna... be Titania's lawyer.
0: Well why wouldn't Jennifer Walters defend herself? I don't know. Oh, you think maybe he would, like, help defend her because she's a superhero? And and maybe he would try and help out in the sense of... Maybe it's
1: conflict of interest because she's involved or something? I don't know.
0: uh, I mean, I don't think it's illegal for... If a lawyer is in some kind of court case to represent themselves. I don't know enough. Well, I know this from watching Big Daddy, where he was trying to get Julie... uh, If you haven't seen Big Daddy, spoilers. Where have you been? It's a fucking amazing movie. One of the better Sandler movies. So, um... He was trying to get custody of Julian, the the kid he was watching, and not only the the co counsels he had, he had all his buddies are lawyers. He went to law school too, but he never finished. And he also was representing himself. Oh. Like so oh, So maybe it, Charlie Cox is her her lawyer. So maybe maybe she's just beefing up her ammunition in the courtroom. But, yeah, we won't know what's going on with She-Hulk because we're not talking about it. But it's going to be looking good. I'm glad Daredevil's coming in. So let's talk about all the Star Wars stuff we got from D23. So we got the announcement that the Bad Batch will be coming, I believe, next year. Oh. Streaming sometime next year. There was no clip, but the Bad Batch is returning. There was some doom and gloom about Bad Batch. Some people were thinking, like, oh, they might not continue it. That would be a shame because I loved Bad Batch. But uh, let's kick things off with the biggest way possible. So a while ago on the podcast here, we talked about a description from the Star Wars Day event where they showed the Mandalorian trailer. And they finally released the teaser trailer, this specific trailer, to the public. Um, we see... We hear the armorer saying, "You have removed your helmet. You are a Mandalorian no more." To Grogu and Mando flying around in the Naboo space fighter, they are going on all bunch of adventures. We see Bo-Katan, who appears to be in some kind of throne room. We see Mando in the 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 Naboo face space fighter over like this burnt down area, which we have to assume is Mandalore. Definitely Mandalore. And um, it's it's amazing to see. Because you know Mandalore is a wreck, as the armorer says. You know, I believe no,
1: this is the first time on on screen besides the animated stuff. Like a live action Mandalore. A live action Mandalore. Yeah, we
0: haven't seen like we saw Grief Karga at some points in the in the uh, in the show. That is um, fuck. I uh, Carl Weathers, Carl Weathers character. I Almost yep, forgot. Yep, yep. Like just the other day, I literally
1: he's called Carl Weathers. His name's
0: Carl Weathers. He's still cool. <laughs> He's um, Carl
1: Weathers and Mandalorian too. He's Carl Weathers. He's just ever, himself.
0: He's he's not Carl Weathers in Rocky. He's Apollo Creed. That's Apollo Creed. <laughs> That's the only
1: time uh, Carl Weathers is not Is not Carl Weathers. Yeah, it's when he's <laughs> Apollo Creed. And even when Carl Weathers is Carl Weathers, he's Apollo Creed. Yes, he is. <laughs> if um, you could it's kinda like uh it's kinda like, you know, when, when a woman is right. She's right, and when she's wrong, she's
0: also right. Yes, that's exactly (laughs) exactly it. Uh, So anyway, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff happening here. There's some kind of uh, altercation between Mando and Bo-Katan. They don't fight each other, but there's definitely some hostility. I think she's definitely going to come for his ass for that that Darksaber to rule Mandalore. And she's like, your cult ruin the way things how we see. We see all these different Mandalorians, which we have to assume is the Death Watch Mandalorians, the, the 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 creed that Mando's a part of. We also uh, see at one point Grogu looking up at Bo Katan in her uh in her helmet and she goes to him, Did you think your dad was the only Mandalorian? Mm. And then cuts to all these Mandalorians, assuming going for a big wa- like, I feel like there's gotta be like some kind of civil war happening for yeah. this show, you know?
1: Because or maybe maybe Mando has lost his sense of place because he's been kicked out
0: of the previous clan. Well, when you was going to start his own clan with Grogu? Maybe. Uh, well, she even said you are a clan of two. I mean, the whatever remnants of the of the Mandalorian clan that they had in the beginning of the show, we don't really know how much is left. We knew th- from Book of Boba Fett that it was the armorer Mando and the the big brute Mandalorian who I can't remember, but he is. Uh, I think he's a descend- I think he said he's a descendant of of Krevisla, the one who had the dark saber and who was the leader of the Death Watch Mandalorian's. Mm-hmm. So like that's probably he said descendant so it's probably going to be like like a, a great uncle or something or a grandfather or whatever it something. is. Something. So he's related to him in that regard. But um I'm really excited for this. Moth Gideon, Moff Gideon, uh, Moff Gideon uh, Giancarlo Esposito, another guy. Like, with him, it's either like he's Moth Gideon or he's Gus. Yeah. You know? So one of those two things. But uh, he was apparently said that uh, Moth Gideon will be in the show, but it's going to be a different side of Moth Gideon. You know, he's he's defeated and he's trying to build back. So oh. maybe we could see a difference. Maybe he's coming back for revenge. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but, yeah, what do you think of the trailer? Because, you know, you just saw it when you came over here. So, yep. what are your initial thoughts?
1: I thought it looked killer. Uh, I, I definitely get, like, a Civil War vibe. Yeah. You know, because of um, all the Mandalorians jumping out of the ship. I, I feel like... I feel like... the I feel like... Um, what's his name? Well, whose name? Uh, pa- Pedro Pascal. I feel like his... Okay. I feel like the Mando is, is, uh, is going to, like, go... Out recruiting other bounty hunters and i think we'll, you know maybe we'll see boba fett again in the maybe. fight in the fight for
0: for uh
1: pascal's mandalore
0: that would be cool because he also does have a thing against bo katan because at the end of mandalorian season two, i remember yeah, she just straight up said you are not a mandalorian even <laughs> it's funny because like i remember watching uh jeremy johns uh, he's a guy on youtube i watch a lot i don't know if you've seen he's a film and tv critic um he, he was giving his th- initial thoughts about uh, Mandalorian Season 2, and when Boba showed him his history of the clan, you know, it's like, this is my father, Jango Fett, I am Boba Fett, and it's like, your father was a foundling, yes, then you are a Mandalorian, and the armor belongs with you, and then they go into the bar together, and you just see Bogdan like, you, you are not a Mandalorian, and he just kind of throws his hands up, and they're like, well, I guess Boba Fett being a Mandalorian is up to your own fucking interpretation. Yeah, whatever, dude. To yeah. me, and I will say this, and I don't care if I get hate for this, Jango Fett and Boba Fett are Mandalorians. Correct. Because Jango Fett fought in the Mandalorian-Jedi War. Yep. He helped lead the Mandalorians and fight against them. hmm So he's a fucking Mandalorian, whether you like it or not. No. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So, um, yeah, this show looks really, really cool. Obviously, we love the Mandalorian. It's it's a show that's revitalized our faith in Star Wars. Side, side thing. Can you remember the sound of... Jango Fett's pistols
1: would make. Yes. How fucking awesome was that? Like when Jango Fett first <laughs> appeared, we were fucking kids. What were we were like third grade, second or third. Like, I remember
0: I was like six or seven years like old. That when was the, the coolest.
1: Out. This guy had spaceships for pistols.
0: Yeah, it was you know this the thing about Attack of the Clones? It's like when we it was like all streamlined. When we th- when we're the ki- when we were kids, it's like we didn't care how bad the movies were. We, it's just Star Wars was like our own thing, you know. Yeah. Like obviously, as we grew up, it was sent to glasses. It's like, ooh, these movies weren't good, but Django Fett was still a badass. Fuck yeah, it was oh, the
1: action. The action in all the movies was fantastic. It's yeah. just the act, the acting's horseshit.
0: Yeah, the dialogue's not great. The acting's are, but the action is cool, and that's as a kid, that's really all you care about. Yeah, I still stand by that. I like, think it's Empire and. And Revenge of the Sith. That's two greatest Star Wars movies ever. I got it. And in my opinion, you know, some people might come after me, but I don't give a fuck. Fuck um, you. Anyway, so more Star Wars stuff to get into before we move on to the Marvel stuff. Um, I watched this trailer with you when you came by. I knew I heard about it, but I didn't see it yet. And I'm so glad I watched it with you because i was yeah. so excited. So we're getting a new animated series called Star Wars: Tales of the Jedi. Yep. We are essentially seeing Ahsoka's time as a baby. To becoming a Jedi and her training as a Jedi, and I think post Clone Wars as well, because an Inquisitor shows up. Yes, at yeah. some point in the trailer, whether she's with Rex or whatever, I that is something really cool because I would have, I do, I did want to know what, how long were Ahsoka and Rex like stranded? Like, what did they do to kind of go back into their kind of normal day lives or normal for their reasons? Um, and we've been hearing rumors for so long about people wanting a young Count Dooku show, and and that's what this show is too. They gave it to us. We're they gonna to we're us. gonna learn about why Count Dooku eventually turned to the dark side. Hell yeah! And he's and I mean I probably should have figured this, but he's Qui Gon Jinn's master. Yeah, Qui Gon Qui Gon Jinn's
1: definitely gonna be in that. Yeah, well he was, and, and Yoda because Yoda the... was
0: his master, Count Dooku's master. Yeah, so you even see the uh in the. Whatchamacallit, we call it? The, uh, the there were subtitles in there, and it showed Master No Qui Gon Jinn. So Qui Gon Jinn was Count Dooku's Padawan, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe Count Dooku learned the things that he learned to pass, try to pass on to Anakin and Obi Wan, to try and pass on from he he got from Count Dooku. Mm. You ever think maybe like maybe Dooku just he was. He was—he had the right reasons, but he went about it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know, like like the 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 crops of any, or the, like the basis of like any really really good sympathetic villain. Because mm. honestly, if if they could do this, they can really make Count Dooku an even better character than he or, than he already was. Christopher Lee is just an amazing character. I know. I just really, I just really wish Christopher Lee had more time as Count Dooku. Yeah. But he was still. We did great. a
1: segment on on Christopher Lee for uh, on the pod once did we i think i think we did just well uh, it
0: it wasn't because he passed away because he passed away way before we did this yeah yeah
1: just a quick snippet for christopher lee he's was the original inspiration for james bond because he's related to the the, the screenwriter who really? who invented james bond christopher lee was his uh inspiration because he was like a uh, british uh british special forces during world war 2 so and, um,
0: he's a he's a he's an army veteran yeah, he is a Jedi and He's, a Sith. Lord. He's a Jedi Master and a Sith Lord. He is a Dark Wizard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, he was a light. Actually, he literally was the same thing. Just in Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, just two different things. Like he was Correct. good, and then he turned bad. Correct, and then he was good, and then he turned bad again. Correct. Depending on, I think, yeah. Wait. I think he Star Wars was Christopher first, Lee. Right?
1: Also, almost married into Russian royalty. Did he really almost married into Russian royalty? Was knighted by the Queen of England. Right? R- R.I.P. And do you remember? You remember the uh, the scene in uh, Two Towers when he gets shot in the back by Legolas' arrow? Yes. Uh, um, extended version. Yeah, he. Um, you know they wanted him to be like ah ah, and Christopher Lee went up to the director and was like, "That's not what it sounds like when somebody gets stabbed in the back." He's like, "This is what it sounds like." He goes, "Your breath leaves you." He's like, if that, someone stabs you in the back, there's like a ninety percent chance that you've punctured a lung. Then
0: that's exactly
1: what happened. So they changed the script to have like Christopher Lee go
0: <gasps> instead that's, of like that's fucking amazing. Yeah, because Chris, Christopher, cause, Lee. Cause
1: Christopher Lee would probably kill a hundred men in that yeah, way. Probably
0: <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what's crazy? And real quickly before we're kinda of going on a tangent here, real quickly get back into to the all the other stuff with Star Wars real quickly. Um when I was watching that with our good buddy Joe, former guest of this podcast, um him and his brother, we were watching it like online together and he was telling me like, yeah, like um it's not Sauron was the was the one with like the, the evil eye and everything, right? Yes. And then what Sauruman. Sauruman Yeah, that's why I got it, cause there was this, almost the same name. Sauruman, which was Chris Raleigh's character in Lord of the Rings, apparently that his death didn't even make it in the actual version of the movie. It's in the extended cut though. Yeah, yeah, correct. That, of, of him. Of that's him falling re- that's on the weird spike. that's weird
1: though. But you understand, like the way the scenes are shot in the original version, you understand that he dies. Does it show how he dies? No, it just shows him falling off the tower. That's it. Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess that makes sense.
1: And then, like you know, like uh, like it's the Fellowship's reaction to him hitting the ground. You know. Uh, I mean? Okay. Okay. They're, they're like,
0: oh. <laughs> well, that was more brutal and really cool. Anyway, moving on. So, um, yeah, dude, I'm really excited about this show in particular. Hell yeah! Give I'm, me Christopher Lee. Um, well, I mean. They can't do Christopher Lee, but they're I getting know. the guy who did his voice in the Clone Wars series. So that's yeah. still so good. Same thing. Um, I'm very much looking forward to this. Like I'm way more looking forward to the, the Dooku side of things than I am with Ahsoka. Even yeah. though I love Ahsoka, but I'm this is just gonna be really really cool. No. Yeah. Um,
1: Even I, when they first come across Dooku, when like when they first discover Dooku's uh, behind behind the shits, mm-hmm. um, uh, he's confronted by uh, Obi Wan
0: first, right? Well, wasn't he like? Because they didn't want to believe he was a Sith Lord, but um, what they did, like, because, yeah, like, if you think about it, Count Dooku was really trying to save the Jedi Order. Yeah, he was. Like, him and Maul, they were trying to stop uh, the, the Sith Lord, you know, in a way. It's like, what if what if I told you right now that the Republic was being overseen by a Sith Lord?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, well, even at
0: even at the end, when
1: uh, when um, Yoda takes care of well, doesn't take care of Dooku, but you know, fights him off after yeah. Anakin gets his hand yeah, cut yeah, off, yeah, yeah, uh, even then, like, Yoda's like, you know, you don't have to do this, you could still come to the, the yep. light side. And he's like, he's like, no, I've
0: done too much. Oh, I've done too much, my old master. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, oh man, it makes me reminisce about my childhood. Anyway, um, I'm looking really forward to this show. Uh, I can't wait to see it. I don't recall when it's coming out, probably sometime next year, um, I have to assume that maybe, I'm thinking two time slots for Mandalorian, though, they're either for May of next year, because, you know, May the 4th, uh, or December, which is where it's, November, December, which is typically is when it's kind of, um, launched, uh, for Mandalorian, but, anyway, moving on, uh, let's talk real quickly, much of this stuff's gonna be all Marvel-heavy, um, Next, we are going to talk about the secret invasion trailer. Now, this is very creepy. Yeah, this is very very creepy. I almost on the level, same levels of creepies as Werewolf was, Werewolf by Night. Uh, Vinny and I ain't going to really talk about that one too much because it's just like we really don't know anything about Werewolf by Night uh-huh. at all. But uh, it looks like something Vincent Price did. That's all yeah. I can say. Yeah. Um, but this looks very—it's very murder mystery like. Yeah. You know. So this is the show that Nick Fury is finally getting. We see him in different aspects of uh, throughout uh, throughout this the events of this show, where he see, meets Maria Hill at a bar, and she says, "You know, you've been avoiding Earth for a very, very long time, and I've tried to call you, and you you've been very keen on letting those f- calls go to voicemail." He's like, "Yeah, well, this is different. Rhodey's in here, and he's questioning whether or not Rhodey knows his security detail or not. He's trying to go off and." There's one point where we see the uh, scroll Talos, but in the human form of the actor who plays him, he grabs the man at the at the dinner table, whatever restaurant he's at, and then all the people around him turn to the guy he just grabbed. So the premise of Secret Invasion, for those of you who may not know, I will give a brief description. In the comics. I think it's post-Civil War era because Bucky Barnes is Captain America in the comics. How I know because in the cover Captain America has a gun and the the Captain America didn't use the gun in the comics in the more modern times is Bucky Barnes. Um, so what it was is that like scrolls have invaded the earth and they've been and they can't secret invasion uh, and they have been infiltrated all different aspects of life and a lot of them are a lot of heroes that we know the comic actually opens one of the opening sequences of the comics is is Electra a dead scroll in Electra's suit and they're trying to discover well who the hell could this be. I am familiar with the story but haven't read the whole comic but that is the the gist of it. Now, as we know in the MCU, scrolls are good guys. Scrolls are ones that are to um they really don't mean any harm. It was the Kree that were the bad guys. But in the, but something's going to give and maybe they could do something where Oh well, these people have been living; these things have been living among us for so long, and now we're seeing their true colors. Like, because we did see—I believe that was Talos—the scroll screaming in his scroll form. Um, There is so much to unpack in this trailer, and that it's just so—I mean, it's going to be really creepy and and just murder mystery esque. Which I'm really enjoying. Marvel is doing that; they are really differentiating a lot of these shows. Moon Knight was a lot darker. She-Hulk is very much a comedy. But this one is, like, gonna be, like, you know... If, if you're into stuff, like, um... Uh, I, I, the, immediately, the first thing that comes is, like, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And I've never oh, seen the movie. Like a suspense thriller mystery. Yeah, suspense, something like that. I've never actually seen the movie, but I read the book, and the book sucked. Um... <laughs> Like, I actually remember in high school like I wanted to read that book and I said like oh I'll go watch the movie and compare it and then it just I couldn't get through the book it just sucked. Whereas everybody else was like oh Hunger Games was an easier read and the book was better than the movie. Mm. Like, I probably should have done that. But anyway,
1: I uh, dude, I can't remember reading any fucking books. I I'm, I just remember watching the movies and spark noting everything. I don't
0: know. I try I just finished the Secret Wars comic that I just I, got. I did read one book, which is like one book you've read one book your entire life. No, 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 like in high school. Oh, in high school, okay. What is it? Was it Catcher in the Rye? No. Was it The Outsiders? No. You didn't read... Dude, The Outsiders is such an easy read. You didn't read that? I just that? watched the fucking movie. Dude, come on. The Outsiders is a great book. Um, Great Gatsby? Nope. God damn it. It was uh, about a dog. Oh, oh fuck. Uh, I don't know. A dog? It was about a dog. I can't... F- I don't fucking remember. I can't remember now. Uh, now
1: that I read that book, though.
0: I don't know. Eh, whatever That's well, what I, what, that, I, I don't think people sh- really give a shit about what book you read <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. like my, <laughs> I have no opinion <laughs> any- on what books to read anyway I don't even know I how mean, to read I mean look at my bookshelf right there it's all a bunch of wrestling and music books but it's okay. still reading and comic book comic book is reading too I don't care yeah. who you what you say you're stimulating your brain you're looking at things you're reading things reading is reading no matter what you yeah, boil it down yeah, jerking to jerking off whatever Jerking off is jerking off. So.
1: Yeah, you read porno mags. You know, you read what the girls write, and then you jerk off.
0: I mean, who reads pornos? I don't know, old men. Yeah, guys, guys who didn't admit to masturbating. Who? Just, oh, I read it for the articles. Yeah, the articles. See? You okay. See, you see, that's what I'm saying. That's like saying, "Oh, I read Pornhub for the comment section." <laughs> some people fucking. I dope. mean, I, I, I mean, some of the comments on Pornhub is fucking hilarious. Yeah. There's a fucking guy I saw. He's an impressionist, and he does. Um, I can't remember the voice he does, but he goes um, like. That was absolutely pathetic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel so bad for Tiffany. And this poor asshole Craig tries to fuck her, but all he gets out is two rings of cum. <laughs> I would have railed her ass and spread like a super circuit all over her. She deserves better. That's, uh, that's his David Attenborough impression. That's it, David Attenborough. So you know the yeah. video I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Fucking great! David uh, Attenborough Schaefer, was responsible Schaefer, for like ninety percent of the world's documentaries. Schaefer Bates, is yeah. the name of the guy. He's fucking hilarious. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> while we keep getting distracted, um, Secret Invasion should be a fun show. <laughs> we go from Secret Invasion to porn to pornhub comments. <laughs> Coming, oh god! Anyway, um, yeah, secret invasion should be fun. I'm sorry if you listen. Oh, good. This, if you listen to this, like you really must just love our our antics and our bullshit because <laughs> half the time when we have a really good episode, we're not even talking about the things we plan about talking about. It's true. That's why, I, like, true. like, like we are a podcast, which I would say. If you want to compare us to like YouTubers and other podcasters, guys like Warren Thompson, the cosmic wonder, uh, or the new rock stars, guys and girls, uh, maybe the real rejects, even though we don't do live reactions or whatever, um, meets come town. Yeah. So if you know what Comedown is, you know. Anyway, it's like a mix of all those things. So um, moving on, let's get to the rest of this stuff because there's so much more we need to talk about, and we're already a little over 24 or 5-ish minutes in. 24 uh, or 5. So we also got confirmation uh, about some people who are coming for the Captain America New World Order tra- uh, prestige, cast. Prestige Worldwide. Prestige wide wide. wide. Oh. Why? Why? So, uh, in this tr- in this uh, casting, we have Anthony Mackie as Sam- reprising his role as Sam Wilson slash Captain America. We have Carl Lumley joining the returning as Isaiah Bradley. We have Shira Haas uh playing a character named Sabra. We have Danny Ramirez re- returning as Joaquin Torres becoming the new Falcon, which that's what happened in the comics when oh. Sam Wilson became Captain America. Jo- uh, Joaquin became uh the Falcon. But, Boom! But the Big news out of all this, Tim Blake Nelson. You would remember him as the leader. Well, not really the leader in Incredible... But he was the guy who Edward Norton's Hulk was talking to in the Hulk movie. And he wanted to try and Click get on rid that of the Hulk. You'll, you'll recognize him here. Let's See, look. Tim Blake Nelson, he's been in a lot of shit. He's been in Holes. He's been in... Uh, uh, oh, holy shit. He has a a, a cameo in Meet the Fockers where he goes... The Ballad of Buster Scruggs Remain... Own the vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says you're retired. What's you gonna do, old timer? Put me to sleep. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He is so good. Uh, so yeah, he's coming back. Uh, it, his character. I can't remember the leader's alter ego, but he becomes the leader in the Marvel Comics, being exposed to Bruce Banner's blood. So, uh, this is uh, the leader has been really um theorized he's for She Hulk. She-Hulk. Uh, what? He becomes a Hulk too. Well, I mean, technically, his blood... Bruce Banner's blood hits his forehead, and then it just makes his brain gigantic. So, um, so technically, yes, he does become a Hulk, but um, but it's, it enhances his brain powers. His, uh, his brain. And he becomes super, super smart and gets telekinetic powers. Um, this is going to be really interesting because slowly they have been bringing back the whole Hulk franchise... You know, bringing, making She-Hulk, and bringing back Everett Ross—not Everett Ross—bringing uh, back Thunderbolt Ross, what played by William Hurt. Um, we are there's a lot of stuff going on with this I mean New World Order in in general deals with like stuff with like conspiracy theories and maybe the leader is pulling the strings on a big big mission or co- conspiracy theory that maybe not a lot of people believe and maybe the and who knows how long the leader has been you know putting his ducks in a row and the eggs in his baskets and how long this could be Um, I'm very much looking forward to this uh, we had gotten confidentiality Information about this movie that was in production, or at least pre-production, when Captain America, Captain America, the Falcon, and the Winter Soldier had ended. Uh, interesting to see that Bucky Barnes is not in this movie, but uh, we'll get to Bucky in a little bit. So, what are your thoughts on this, Vin? On this casting here, and uh, this uh, this potential plot that we have here? I'm excited to see a new Falcon
1: come into play. Mm. I bet that I bet the new Falcon suit's going to look awesome because Anthony Mackie kind of uh, combined hit the previous falcon suit with the captain america
0: suit. Well, those are like vibranium uh, wings though. Yeah, the yeah, suit's yeah. Suit from Wakanda.
1: Mhm. Mhm. So I can't wait to see what the new falcon suit's going to look like. It's probably going to be awesome. Um, I'm excited to see how uh, this guy Tim N- Nelson becomes the leader. I want to see how that plays out. See if they throw Hulk in the movie to see what well, happens. Well, he did.
0: We saw how he became the leader. It's in the Edward Norton Hulk film. Oh, that's right. That's right. Cuz his brainwave just got really big, well, but we never saw him then, since then. Yeah, then
1: I'm excited to see what what how he gets tied into this.
0: <laughs> yeah, and how what's he been doing for all these years, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, this
1: this lady who's playing Sabra, Sabra
0: Zahamas. Sabra <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Zabra is. Uh, I'm going to look up who Zabra is. I guess so. So, uh, yeah, I'm, we don't, you don't need to look up Zabra because we have so many things we need to go into. If you want to go looking up to her, that's, that's... No, all that's going to come up is pictures on us. And, and <laughs> good point. Anyway, so, <laughs> uh, I think Captain America New World Order will lead into the following movie, which I believe comes out after, which was the big announcer that we got from Marvel Studios, the Thunderbolts casting. Mm. So... From start to finish, we have Julia Louis-Dreyfus reprising her role as Al- Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. We have Wyatt she Russell. She whack, too, you know. That is Elaine. She's looking good. That is Elaine from Seinfeld. She looks incredible. Uh, we have Wyatt Russell reprising his role as John Walker slash U.S. agent. We have Olga Kurlinenko, I believe I said that right, reprising her role as Antonia Dracoff slash Taskmaster. We have David Harbour returning as Alexi slash Red Guardian. We have Hannah John-Kem reprising her role as Ava slash Ghost. We have Florence Pugh reprising her role as Black Widow. Sorry, I say Elena Yelena Belova. Yelena Belova was a Black Widow, but she's just Yelena Belova here. And last but not least, we have... Sebastian Stan reprising his role as Bucky Barnes slash The Winter Soldier. Yeah, we we never, out of all the Thunderbolt cast lineups that we did, we never once included. I mean, there were some dark horse picks out there that people said Bucky could probably be a part of it, but I didn't expect it. I'm a tad, not really, but a tad bit disappointed that Zemo's not involved. Now, I don't think that this may be our permanent Thunderbolts group, uh, but I think that Zemo could still come into play at some point because the Thunderbolts is like a revolving door of different people. Um, like It's not like where we have Avengers members and they stay in there for a long time. The Thunderbolts is always constantly changing. I don't know if that will change in this regard in the MCU. I have a feeling this cast and this team will probably stay... The same for the most part. I like the Taskmasters in it. Yeah, I'm really excited about this because I mean, with some of these people who we got right, Wyatt Russell returning as U.S. Agent, uh, that was a no brainer. Um, fucking two guys with shields on this. And... Yeah, actually three, if you think about it.
1: Oh yeah, with the uh, Iron Guard, uh, Red Guardian. Red right? Guardian has a shield. Uh, yeah, actually, U.S. Agent doesn't have a shield in this. No, they gave him another one. No, they didn't. At the end, they didn't they give him a new
0: one. I don't think they gave him a new shield. I think N- just...
1: not a vibranium one, but it was no, like but black.
0: I don't think they gave him a new shield. He just got a new suit. That's really all it was. Oh, uh, he's supposed to have a shield. He does, He is supposed to have a shield. But that's the thing. It's like I don't think that ne- I don't know if Red Guardian and U.S. Agent will have their shields only because Taskmaster has one too. So we'll have and to they're, wait. They're literally all the same shield. Yeah. One criticism I keep seeing with all this is like, oh, everybody's a super soldier. I'm like, not everybody's a super soldier. Uh, Yelena Belova is not a super soldier. She's just an assassin. Yeah. Um, Ghost is not a super soldier. She has phasing quantum powers. Uh, Wyatt uh, U.S. agent, Red Guardian, Taskmaster. I mean, is Taskmaster a super soldier? Kind of. I don't know. But but wasn't U.S. agent fucking giving himself injections of that shit? He's, but he is a super soldier though. Yeah yeah yeah. That's the thing is that that's the one criticism I'm seeing is that there's no super. They're basically all super soldiers. And there's no Zemo. Now, I think, like I said, I think Zemo will come into play at some point. I thought Abomination could come into play. I was watching the Real Rejects like a uh, live stream they did the other day, or a few days ago, after D twenty three, like after the fact. And um one of the guys on the I think it might have been John, the long haired guy, he was saying that um maybe with Hulk going off and doing his own thing, and if Abomination is really reformed, maybe he could be a new member of the Avengers instead. Mm. That could be a really cool thing. And there's also theories about, well, what if the Thunderbolts are going after maybe the Hulk goes full villain at this point? And maybe this could lead into a Planet Hulk story or something? Or Because like, I feel like they have to have a group of people who are not that great of people to take down some other threat. Um, but I... like. I'm very much looking... like When they announced the Thunderbolts, I was so excited. Mm. Um, yeah, it's definitely going to be a good movie. I hope they make it rated R. They're definitely not going to make it rated R. It's, it's the MCU. They're mm. not going to make it rated R. Remember, they, like, I think this will be their answer to the Suicide Squad thing. Mm. Um, i have to wait and see what happens. Um, directed by Jack Shear. I'm not really familiar with his work, but I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, I think Ghost could be a really good... Dark, big dark horse member of the of the Thunderbolts. Real quickly going through the people who I guessed: Florence Pugh I got right, Ghost I got right, um, Taskmaster I believe I'd said before, and U.S. Agent. I had guessed Zima before, I guessed Abomination before. Uh, White Vision was a dark horse pick. I wasn't expecting Red Guardian, honestly. We said Venom a lot, right? No, I don't think so. No, I, for some reason. I Deadpool was, was another one that we kinda, Deadpool we thought was we anyway. contemplated he could have been in, but. The thing is, his uh, movie his movie still hasn't even been announced yet. Yeah, that would have been bold. But I still think this is a great uh, lineup for the Thunderbolts. What do you think, Ben?
1: Yeah, I think it's gonna be a solid fucking cast, bro. Out of all it's these all good actors,
0: oh yeah, out, out of all these characters though, who has been your your Who do you think is gonna be your favorite Thunderbolts as of this, right now? Thunderbolts uh, member? I, I don't
1: want to be a fucking bandwagoner, but fucking you know, Bucky Barnes, bro.
0: Bucky Barnes. Um,
1: I'm gonna and and, and like closest runner up red guardian.
0: I'm going to say Yelena Belova. Uh, you're just yeah. a horny fucker. No, Yelena Belova is great.
1: Yeah, but dude, Red Guardian, David Harbour, great comedy. I know. you remember, I, like, he, dude, I know like the best part
0: of the Black Widow movie was <laughs> Red Guardian. The best parts of the Black Widow movie were Red Guardian and Yelena Belova. That's true. They they both stole the movie. Yeah, you know. That, which that. a lot of people say memes like oh this is Black Widow 2. I'm like, it's not Black Widow 2. Like you fuckers need to just take it easy. I and I want to bring this point up real quickly before we move on to the other stuff that we got with uh with D twenty three. Real quickly, you have to talk about you know how the Fantastic Four got an announcement, but it was that Matt Schackman was directing it. Now, Matt Shatman, he helped direct. He directed all of Wandavision. That sounds like he shits his pants. Matt Shatman. Shack, not Shat. Shat. S H K. M A N. Not Shatman. Excuse me, sir, but I have Shat my pants. <laughs> I just think of uh South Park episode of Christopher Reeves just eating fetuses. Hackman! Shatman! <laughs> Shackman! <laughs> it's like where Jimmy and Jimmy join the Crips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they think the Crips are actual crippled people at birth and the Bloods are crippled people in accidents. That's one of the best fucking South Park episodes ever, and every time you see Cartman, Kyle, Stan, and Kenny like, nope, not getting involved, nope, 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 moving on, moving on. Uh, Anyway, so yes, Mac Matt Shackman uh, is going to be directing the Fantastic Four. It was a really big bummer that we did not get um, the announcement for the Fantastic Four cast, and there were all sorts of rumors and everything like. Like, uh, apparently there are rumors going around that Henry Cavill was, uh, could be playing Dr. Doom, which I actually really like with the rumored cast and everything that could be happening. Um, I, I saw the same thing. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So, Pat and I talked about how there were a few names that were scheduled to be at D23. None of those names showed up. Uh, John Krasinski, uh, Jodie Comer, uh, uh, Vince, uh, Denzel Washington, Giancarlo Esposito... John Boyega and a few other actors I'm not remembering all of them were rumored to play different uh Characters. There was a rumor about Cavill being in Loki season two, playing a character named Sentry uh, or Hyperium, very much Superman-based like characters. Uh, John Boyega rumored to play Nova. John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic, obviously. Um, Jodie Comer is like the front runner right now, apparently, to be playing Invisible Woman. Mm. And then Denzel and John Gian- Carlo. People have been speculating about who's going to be who he would be playing for a long time. In the MCU, and he wants to be in the MCU. But Denzel, it's kind of up in the air. I think Denzel, if he if 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 that is true, he could play a Kang variant like Immortus, I think, because I don't think Denzel would he would uh, like I don't think he would commit to a hero based role. I think if Denzel is going to be in the MCU, he would be like, you know, uh, a villain, you know, where the unless you're going to be like a big bad villain for a long time, maybe just, you know, keep it for a while. Like, just just be be a villain. Do your make your money and go, you know, kind of like what's her name? Uh, who played Hella Or even like Jane Spader who played Ultron. You know, Jane Spader yeah, came yeah, yeah. in, made his money, and, and he left. Uh, anyway, so I want to peg the question to you, Vin, though. With all this that you have so far, we're going to get into some Black Panther footage that was talked about with D23. But all this being said so far, would you say D23 was a disappointment in your eyes, and could you see the reasoning why people may be disappointed coming out of this? Well, they didn't drop anything tremendous besides Mandalorian. Well, that like, and, like, and like the Thunderbolts cast, I think. Yeah,
1: but like all the other stuff is minor, minor stuff to like the big stuff. Like you have, like unfortunately now that, um, you know, now that Captain America is uh, what's his face Anthony Mackie, like this is going to be Anthony Mackie's first Captain America movie. We'll see how it does. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We'll see what what happens. I'm excited for it. Thunderbolts. Nobody really knows who the fuck the Thunderbolts are I, unless you watch the shows.
0: Well, it's that, or if you're like, because the thing is now the shows and the movies are really starting to become integrated. Yeah. And I think I talked about that with with Pat last yeah. week, and like how She Hulk is doing that, and now like with this Thunderbolts casting, you know, you're like the characters that are in there, the one. That uh, is from the show is just like, you know, U.S. agent. I mean, yes, Valentina, uh, Val was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But a fun fact here, if you remember, Vin, remember before COVID, Black Widow was supposed to be the first movie to kick off the MCU. And that after credit scene was still the same. So we were supposed to meet Val in the after credit scene of Black Widow first yeah. before we met her in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Personally, I kind of like it the way we have, because she had this set-up entrance of this mystique around her. So, I think the way things are going to go as far as the Thunderbolts go, real quickly, because it just popped in my head, Val, she's like the Nick Fury character, we do have Red Guardian, who's kind of like the big brute, we have Ghost, who is a, a phaser, we have Yelena Belova as an assassin, Bucky, which I think Bucky... Or Yelena would probably be leading the uh, this group. Yeah, definitely, you, definitely not U.S. agent. U.S. agent. He's kind of like a rogue Captain America in a sense. Taskmaster, another assassin. Um, and real quickly before I the whole D twenty three disappointment thing, I'm sorry, just popped in my head. In the comics, Bucky Barnes and Natasha Romanoff do date. I would not be suppo- opposed to Bucky Barnes and Yelena Belova dating in the MCU to kind of mm. make up for that Black Widow Winter Soldier relationship that we didn't get. With mm. with uh, Natasha Romanoff. That makes sense. Anyway, back to my original question: Do you think D twenty three was a disappointment?
1: I think, I think anybody who just wants to watch the movies, it was disappointing. Yeah. Anybody who is, I don't want to say true fan because that's like too
0: harsh. Yeah, I would um, say harsh. I mean, true fan it, it could it, be like it, a hardcore it, fan, or like a casual let's fan. Say, depends. Let's
1: say, let's uh, say somebody does their fucking homework. Right, like they watch all the shows, they watch all the movies, like they, us. They, yeah, yeah, like we do our we do our due diligence. Yeah, right. Marvel has become not a chore, but you you kind of gotta make it a point to keep up with shit at this point because there's so much footage. Like from dude from Loki to now, show wise. Imagine all the crazy. If you didn't watch any shows from Loki to now, or even Wanda you wouldn't know what the
0: f- fuck is going on multiverse of madness would have been like where the fuck am i well actually multiverse of madness you kind of got the gist without having to see wandavision but i see your point because there's so much that's happened from loki all the way to now and a lot of those tie-ins are coming into these movies and shows that they have announced you know like if you didn't watch hawkeye you're not gonna know anything about really know anything about echo nope uh it's 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 plain and simple yeah. You know, and a lot of stuff with the Thunderbolts, you're probably not going to know John Walker, U.S. agent. You, if you didn't see Black Widow, you're not going to know Yelena you're, you're going to say, how the fuck did Anthony Mackie become Captain America? Yeah, exactly. You're like, when the fuck did he become Captain That's America? That's a major fucking thing. Yeah, that that is a huge pivotal point in the MCU, a new Captain America. But if you haven't seen it, then you'd probably. And again, it's like I th- with uh, you are kind of wondering, well, what made Wanda just all of a sudden go crazy? Mm-hmm. You know, like we understand what she's doing, but when did you? They, wouldn't, when, yeah, you wouldn't when know. When did she go nuts? You wouldn't know unless you watched WandaVision. Yeah, and the last, and if you only watched the movies, the last time you saw Wanda was at the end of Endgame. Yeah, so you don't know all that backstory of why she did what she did and everything. But anyway, I have to. I kind of have to agree with you there. I I don't think D twenty three was a disappointment. I was really looking. I was exci- I was happy with it, the news it, that we it got. It Depends on what kind of fan you are. Yeah, and listen. W- was I bummed out that we didn't get a Deadpool 3 announcement, that we didn't get a Fantastic Four cast or even more of Phase 6? Yes, I was. But maybe we build that up to next year's Comic-Con or D23 because, let's be honest, we are getting a shit ton of stuff for Phase 5. We are. And a lot of that stuff is coming out next year and for the next couple of years, maybe for Comic-Con next year, we will learn more about Phase 6. I'm okay with what we have. I'm I'm more than satisfied with what projects that we're getting. I mean, for God's sakes, they announced an Avengers, Avengers, Kang Dynasty, and Avengers Secret Wars projects. They announced the Fantastic Four that we are getting them. Like, I think that's another thing to realize. Like, for as much as we've been fan casting about these roles, we're still gonna get them. Yep. It it's not like um. And again, taking something from the real reject, one of the guys said, it's not like Spider-Man No Way Home. It's like, oh, will Toby and Andrew. The, will they? Won't they? No, they will. It's just we don't know who's the gonna be Mister Fantastic and the rest of the Fantastic Four or Doctor Doom or anything. We just know the director of of, of the film was Matt Shackman, shockman. Shackman. Shackman. <laughs> anyway, is that gonna be a new soundbite? The Shackman. The Shackman.
1: <laughs> shackman.
0: Nah, nah, nah. Nah, uh, not cool. cool enough. Yeah. I guess if you try and force something on a soundbite, it's not going to be a soundbite. Exactly. Yeah. It's just got to happen. That's why the Kang Gang Bang is just so great. Yeah. Andreas is like forever in the podcast, even when he's not here. That's right. And Kabbalah Khan. Kabbalah Khan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go back to the earlier podcast when we start talking about Ms. Marvel. Um, oh, there's some shit that we got for the Marvels. Yes, the Marvels! Look at you! I didn't even write that down! Yes, the Marvels. That's Boom. very important as well. We're
1: going to get Photon. We're going to get Carol Danvers. And we're going to get... Come on, look out.
0: There we go! All
1: three of them in one movie.
0: Look at you, how much of a natural you have become with this podcasting thing. Look at, thing. Look 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 at, at you. Look, look at, at you. Look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. Not this guy. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, some footage was shown for the Marvels. So, apparently, it was revealed at D23 that... Um, not only did Kamala Khan switch places, but she didn't switch places with with Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel switched places with Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel swapped places with with Monica Rambeau. Photon, like where Captain Marvel was, where, where Photon was, Captain Marvel goes there. Yeah, they did so, like they did like the the solo cup ping switch, pong ball yeah, trick. It's like if you see a three piece band, the drummer goes to play guitar. The guitar player goes to goes to play bass, and the bass player goes to play oh, drums. Nice. They do a little rotation. Boom. So a three-piece band like that. Yeah. Um it, a lot of really cool footage was shown, you know, that you know, you see the ladies getting to know each other, getting to work together. Mm. The Marvels, honestly, after seeing Miss Marvel, I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah. I am not afraid to say it's that It's
1: going to be a fun sh- it's going to be a fun movie.
0: I really really enjoy Miss Marvel. Plus
1: fucking uh, Monica Rambeau slam a dam and wham and your, your bam. and gr- Your
0: girl's coming back. She's got such a fine fucking ass. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. I I, uh, a gorgeous I, I saw some quote. Jesus Christ. I saw some quote from Brie Larson saying this. Do men even or fans want me to come back to Miss Marvel? I don't know. People may not like me as it. I think she's poking fun. But, um... We said it before, you and I are, we like Brie Larson. She's a gir- she's a Jersey girl, so we support yeah, people from we Jersey. We support people from Clifton. So, we, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, we, she's from Clifton. Yeah, she's friends with Fred. <laughs> you keep saying that, and no, she's not friends with our buddy Fred. <laughs> he just lives there. <laughs> anyway, so um, I think with good writing and good direction, I think Brie Larson can be uh, a fantastic Captain Marvel, and I think just as the look alone of the casting, I think that's, Awesome, and, and she looks the part of Captain Marvel. Like when I think of Captain Marvel, I do think of Br- uh, Brie Larson. But um, you know, I just I want this movie to do really well. I think that she's the actress wearing the fake ass.
1: Who is? I think Monica um, Br- Brie Larson. What? I think, cause it, I've I've watched a lot of uh, you know, the Marvel actors talking to each other, and then like the interviewers always like, oh, is there, is there a secret, costume piece? That nobody knows about. Am I wrong? Am I right? And then I think um, the guy, the guy who plays uh, Iron Patriot. What's his name?
0: Iron Patriot. That was Rody Yeah, Rody Okay. Okay. Rhodey, war,
1: war War Machine. Sorry. Um, that act. That actor. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle was being interviewed, and he's like, he's like, somebody wears a fake ass, but I'm not saying who. <laughs> I think it's fucking Brie Larson. Yeah, because Because, because it's, her her it's ass not, is like a black hole. It's actually inverted. It's,
0: it's not a secret because there's literally pictures out there where they're comparing Brie Larson's ass in the Captain in the Captain Marvel suit and Tom Holland's ass in the Spider Man suit. There you go. It's out there. Anyway, sorry. I bet Tom for Holland looks great in his sorry, ass. Sorry, sorry that's probably for his natural ass. Your time. With, no, Brie, Brie Larson's
1: wearing the fake ass. Yes, you heard it here first. Yes,
0: Vin. You, you you heard it here first. If you've been living under a rock, and those of you who are shit posters, you know what we're talking about. Marvel shit posters. Anyway, so it's a fake ass. Let's go into <laughs> something that's not fake. It's got a fake ass. I tried to segue that in, but I couldn't. Let's talk about the footage that was shown for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. You know nobody in uh, that movie is wearing a fake ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you talk about Umbaku, right? Dude, none of those girls are wearing fake asses. <laughs> anyway, so um, a few things to talk about here. So it seems like the premise of the movie is that Queen Ramonda, she goes to the United uh, Nations uh, summit and even though when T'Challa said that she that they were going to open Wakanda's resources to the rest of the world, it didn't necessarily mean they're going to give them vibranium that, you know, yeah, the, this is the constant struggle for Wakanda, right? There's always
1: there's always somebody coming after their vibranium supply.
0: Yeah, so there's a big thing going on here, whereas like some people are just saying like, you know, you we think it's dangerous that you're ho- you're hoarding all of this and they say well well, I believe that it's dangerous that if this it's not that we don't want to share, share this because we don't want anyone to have it we don't want anyone to have it because we're afraid of what the implications of it getting into the wrong hands vibranium can be weaponized and that can be a huge threat to not just us but to the rest of the world so you understand the reasonings um, you know they even show come to a part where I think it's a some kind of Wakandan uh, laboratory and the soldiers break in to the laboratory but the Dora Milaje come and clean house and I think the queen was Queen Ramonda was trying to uh, she was trying to make sure that uh, that this doesn't happen you know getting the wrong hands and that even though Wakanda may not have its Black Panther they are still strong they are still strong as a nation you know so there is that to say there. Uh and also it shows Namor in the film and Namor just looking like a total badass. Umbaku gets into a fight with Namor. He takes his staff, smashes it over Namor's face and he doesn't even flinch. It doesn't even bother him. And we were all wondering was Namor going to be a badass? Namor's a fucking badass in Black Panther, Wakanda forever. So, there's a lot of, and a lot of the similar scenes was shown in the movie. Uh, There is going to be a funeral for T'Challa. I believe that the scene where everyone's wearing white gowns, I think is going to be the scene for T'Challa's funeral. Maybe with Wakanda, it's the opposite that you all wear white, maybe to celebrate the life rather than than black to mourn the passing. Mm. Um... That could be a, something there. Uh, we see Riri Williams, a.k.a. Ironheart, in the film, and she apparently is going to MIT, and that guy from Civil War who was like, oh, wow, Tony, oh, my God. So, just wa- just wondering. Uh, so that, so that I know for students, but think could something go to th- that annoying guy with the glasses? Apparently, she's in like, you know he's going to her. You're not the only student here at MIT. Apparently, she's trying to work with, like, you know, making machinery but also using vibranium in some kind of way. Ironheart was also talked about in the uh, in the sh- in the D twenty three, excuse me. Um, there's also talks about uh, how the villain of the show I can't remember his name, but not only is he's using vibranium, but he's also using magic as well. Since some people theorize that Agatha Coven of Chaos could come into play with that show there. Um, so Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is going to be the next Marvel movie that we get. It'll be the end of Phase Four. Um, you know, there are also rumors about how Dr. Doom could be the one pulling the strings of the Atlanteans and the Wakandans going to at war with each other. And Doom could be an after-granted scene. It does make sense because we are going to get Dr. Doom at some point in the MCU because he inevitably will be the villain of Fantastic Four. But Vinny, I want to get your thoughts on this, this Black Panther stuff and your excitement for what we will see in this movie.
1: Well, I'm excited to see how we're going to get the new Black Panther because that hasn't been shown yet. No.
0: And some people were going around saying, oh, my God, they confirmed it's Shuri. That's fake. They didn't say it's Shuri. They
1: didn't didn't say anything about anybody. No. Nothing's confirmed until we actually see it on the screen. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what I'm honestly most excited about. I want to see how clean the transition is going to be from
0: Panther to Panther. This is going to be really... And I'm sure it's, they're going to
1: do another thing for Chadwick Boseman along yeah, the way. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I mean, we have the mural of him on the on, a, on the painting on a building. I, we're going to get his funeral. I mean, will they say how he died? I don't know. They may or may not. I mean, I remember. They, I think they have to. They might I feel like they do have to. Like he could like you be, can't just
1: say uh oh, he's gone.
0: Could it be like hey, like against Southwark. Hey thank you for investing 28 dollars the bay and he's gone. Yeah yeah, <laughs> like, you can't, No, you can't do that to. The, I I feel like maybe he could have died during battle or maybe the the effects of the snap uh could have uh coming back in. I've heard that theory a lot when he passed away. The the theory of the snap coming in and coming back affected him and made him pass away. Who knows? Um, maybe he got maybe he got cancer in the in the actual. I mean, we don't know. I like to think that Wakanda and vibranium, with their advanced technology, that their modern medicine would be able to let him live. I have to imagine that it would have to do with somewhere along the lines where the snap was affected him so, and it's you know that's cosmic stuff, and the Wakandans maybe technology isn't necessarily advanced that kind of thing mm. with particularly with cosmic entities. Um, or he just died in battle, you know. We we, we don't know until we see the movie. Uh, I bet the opening scenes are going to explain it. Yeah, probably. I mean, I imagine that the scene, the movie is going to open with T'Challa's funeral. Yeah. That or Queen Ramonda going to the United Nations summit. Um, because you know, it could have been the scene where say my entire family is gone. You know, have I not suffered enough? Even though those two scenes were, were. One was in the United Nations, the other was in the Wakandan throne room. Um, yeah, it's there's a lot that that's could happen in Wakanda forever. I'm just really looking forward to this movie. Um, when uh, Joe uh, was on here a while ago, and we talked about like the Comic Con stuff. We you know at the time, you know, he didn't see Love and Thunder, but he saw the the critics uh, criticism it was getting, and you know, he kind of made a point, and I'll agree with him on this, and I'll reiterate it. But this movie has to do well this movie has to be serious it has to set a tone there has to be very very little comedy and yeah. i think with the with the overall presence of this movie and the aura and how emotional it will be it's definitely gotta i think it'll do well regardless but it's gotta lean stray away from the comedy stuff i, I mean I there like, can be some gags and yeah. jokes but I,
1: I like how my brother puts it he goes he goes i love thor love and thunder It was a good, feel-good movie, but they ruined who Thor is. A lot of people say that. Or or who he's supposed to be. Yeah. Like, what happened to the guy that smashes a coffee cup on the ground and goes, Bring me another!
0: It's just he's become humanized. And the thing is with that with Thor... Like, he hasn't become humanized. He's become Americanized. Yeah, that's a good point to it. But he also... He also, like, you know, one thing Jeremy John's brought up again with Thor Love and Thunder real quickly... Um, you know, when he destroys that temple that they were trying to protect, that's, like, reverting to, like, of old Thor when he was arrogant. But I think Thor's character has progressed and regressed in a lot of ways. But my buddy James, was, I was hanging out with him last night, and he was telling me how, you know, he's reading, like, a head... Like, like a headcanon of, uh, like, how the Thor movies are, like, portrayed in Thor's own headcanon. Um, so that kind of makes sense. But I think Thor does need a bit of reset reset, you know? I loved, like, I liked Love and Thunder. Not I still such a, a good time. Not, not
1: to be a kid killer, but, like, maybe if we're going to do another Thor movie, kill the girl. Kill the little girl. and She make already him... died once. I know, kill you her. You got to kill her again? Kill her again, and, like, make her dead, make her really dead.
0: Come on, and the then, girl
1: died enough. No, 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 and then that's going to make Thor, like, a fucking Kratos.
0: I don't think so. I don't think they'd do that. I would watch that. I would save that for the Hulk. I would save that. Save that for the Hulk. For when he, when he, when he was revealed that he had a son and he didn't know about it. The last, the last woman he fucked, he turned back into Banner.
1: How do you? F- oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So like, well, it, the creature had to be about, a big, about as big as Hulk. Whoa. Yeah. So. Definitely going to be sitting on Planet Hulk stuff. Wish we could have gotten that D23. But anyway, uh, I think we can kind of wrap things up here. Uh, Vin, from Star Wars stuff, what are you most excited for? Uh, Mandalorian. Absolutely. It's I'm, I'm very excited for Tales of Jedi as well, but Mandalorian. That's going to be cool. But Mandalorian, top notch. Uh, out of all the stuff we talked about from D23 and more enlightenment, what are you most looking forward to as a movie and or show? Hmm. We got Secret Invasion. Captain America, Thunderbolts. <clears> hmm. <throat> clock is ticking. Don't put dead end of the podcast, Vin.
1: I am more excited for Thunderbolts than I am Captain America.
0: Right now, me too.
1: Um. There aren't. It's that... like it's like you said. It's like what Joe said. Uh, the next Black Panther's got to be fucking excellent.
0: Yes. Um, it's got to knock it out of the park.
1: And uh, and that's because there's so much pressure on that movie. I'm not that excited about it. Really? Yeah, because I'd rather... I'm very excited for it. I know. I just don't want to go into something with like, ah, this might not be that good. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know? That's kind of how I felt. Th- like, we know Thunder Pulse are is going to be good because it's all established actors.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, well, don't... I mean, well, Multiverse <coughs> of Madness had a pretty decent cast, too. and That's true. It was, it was miss for most people.
1: Yeah, but Multiverse of Madness was awesome.
0: I still enjoyed it. I still yeah. had a fun time. Anyway, moving on. Uh, there's nothing left, left, left to move on, except to get the fuck out. That's right. Anyway... Cease, motherfuckers. So, anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. If you like what you heard, please give us a five star review in your favorite podcast. That's what you're hearing. Listen, it's what you're hearing. Listen to this. If you <laughs> need, if, uh, it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I know you can leave five star reviews there. You can you can write reviews on Apple Podcasts. Let's uh, download us on Google, Google Play or or Stitcher. Stop looking at your Instagram Sorry. story real I, quickly. Even I,
1: I get the headphones on. I forgot my phone was on. Yeah,
0: your phone's on and it picks up with a microphone live. Well, live to tape type of stuff and you did it again this time I turn the volume off it's still picked up it's still picked up you should be paying attention to this shit alright yo can follow me on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> from the from one of the early episodes when I used to plug my Instagram and Twitter you was like yeah I'm Vinny creating you can leave me the fuck alone
1: oh yeah that's right that's right <laughs> leave me the fuck alone <laughs>
0: I don't, Any, I don't exist anyway moving on uh, if you like what you heard please consider following us on our social medias on Instagram and Twitter at fanspeculation underscore pod fanspeculation all one word on Twitter Vinny is clutching his chest and he's trying not to laugh super super hard into the microphone I appreciate you doing that uh, please let us know what you thought are you excited about the Thunderbolts cast are you excited about Captain America uh, Mandalorian Tales of the Jedi uh, were you disappointed by D23 were you excited about D23 let us know on our social medias at speculation underscore pod and speculation all aboard on Twitter. So for CJ Palmisano and Vinny Craigy, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time. The gang Bye.